Hey, this is Chuck, and you are listening to Fans with Bands, the podcast where we talk to the fans and the bands they dig about life, music, and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Today on Fans with Bands, we're talking to Boobock. Check it out. Oh, see? There you go. <laughs> hey, this, this is Chuck with Fans with Bands, and I'm talking to Jeff and Justin from Boobock. How are you guys doing? Doing fantastic. Doing How are you doing, Chuck? I'm doing fantastic. Um, and we, we actually have a fan joining, um, Chris, uh, it looks like he's connecting audio or she, uh, but, probably, uh, yeah. probably <laughs> what's that? Probably my, probably my partner. Christy. All right, cool. Excellent. So that's cool. So, um, so how have you guys been doing? I mean, it's been, um, we, we've all been kind of locked down for the last couple of years. Um, how have things been treating you guys and and what's what's new on the boobock front uh you know honestly we you know things are actually people, been, people would say a little irresponsibly but we kept jamming <laughs> uh, and then kicked in yeah. uh and just practicing but we took yeah. the opportunity to just we wrote volume we wrote and released an album you know and yeah yep. we kept even when it's way we kept practicing all the time every week you know even yeah. all, you know keep fresh keep things going write new stuff because we had already planned to go in the studio record you know volume three half the songs weren't even written yeah when we had to go into the studio to record all this stuff and this before the pandemic yeah happened, and all this hit and there's like got to do it so we just kept we kept we kept on with it we practiced yeah and got that going and the, let let uh you know the first first wave hit and then like the second year we just, just we played a few shows yeah you know we played lansing played ohio a couple times yeah you know, nice. we played, yeah. played some shows made a little bit of money and put in a big order with merch and stuff like that so we're gonna have we're gonna have some new merch coming up yeah i was out except for some we'll we'll, we'll post the pictures on pretty soon about that but yeah we're gonna have new shirts but yeah I, I material think, soon yeah, we're working on that. Which is good that we just kind of had time to regroup to just hunker down, write music, yeah. and, and and just figure out what we're gonna do. Yeah, and then when we hit the show, you know, like when we started playing the shows this summer, when things kind of got back going again, yeah. uh, people were thirsty to get out and see yeah. some live music. You know, what oh, I mean? for sure. Yeah, yeah. So they still are. They still are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so. You know, so we, it, it, it was good, you know, like we had, we played like five shows or something, just five from, or six. from the nice. middle of the summer until just last month. And we got guarantees this time, which was strange, yeah. which was like, okay, <laughs> never <laughs> happened before. Um, <laughs> it's not, you know, you know, it's Gary, you know, it's the guaranteed 50 here, so which it worked, it does help. It's guaranteed. Yeah, 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 so, for sure. Yeah, I know that I, when, you know, shows started coming back, I, I was like, just, uh, you know, almost uh a couple of times like emotional you know you just be there and like holy shit we're you know i hadn't thought about it but i had kind of taken it for granted you know yeah. like being able to go out to a show go go see that band all the time yeah you yeah. go out all the time and it gets taken away from you it's just it's it just but yeah when you when it starts starts going again yeah you, you get emotional you know you get very happy about it yeah yeah um Interconnection is unstable. Yeah, that's all right. so, so my, we're unstable. My <laughs> connection is unstable. We're in the basement right now on my <laughs> Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi router is like on the other side of the house. All so right. 
can keep it together here. Are we? You're not losing us, are you? Uh, you did clip out for just a, a second. So if it starts happening more, you can just turn the uh, video off, and that'll reduce the bandwidth. Because um, I don't use the the video at all, so it's all good. Um, <laughs> but uh, so I was wondering, like you mentioned, like volume three, which I got, and that that was fantastic. And I think I saw you guys were working on uh, new music and like figuring on recording. So how, where's that at? How far along are you? Where are you, where are you standing with that? <laughs> I got what three, three solid, we got three, three solid ideas right now. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's structuring them and putting them together and recording wise. That's with all this, all the extra, the bucks have been sent our way via the, you know, capital guy in the sky and all that. So I bought a bunch of recording equipment. Nice. And this one we're going to do. We're yeah. going to oh. record. So, mm -hmm. so all the money that we made, like with, with the shows is going in the merch. So we're going to have a whole, a whole lot of merch and it's going to be a lot easier. Yeah. This one, we can take our time with it. And I get it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I've, everybody, everybody uh, we've worked with has done great. You know, we still yeah, going to no, work with yeah. people, but. Totally, yeah, but we're gonna if we can start recording our own. our own stuff and it, and it works out well, just re recording it on our own, then. Because um, I'm yeah. a very stickler about my sound. It has to sound he, a certain way. He'll, he'll make it sound good. <laughs> I'm very, very confident it's going to sound good. Because awesome. Jeff. Yeah, but no, it's Jeff that's what, what we're, we're planning. It's going to be a, actually a self-release, but it's 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 going to be it's gonna be well put together. We're going to try to put it well together, make sure it's well put together. Music. Yeah, and so where where you are you are recording it to Justin's house, Jeff's house? Where where is yeah. it? Justin's house, yeah, in the basement. Yeah. Actually, so, so throughout the pandemic, my we bought a house, and my partner and I bought a house throughout the pandemic. Oh, jeez, pretty crazy. It's very crazy. Yeah, doing. It. Yeah, so you know we were in an apartment for for the last three years, and I couldn't practice my drums. Yeah. Right. And, uh, where I was and just like having the rent a spot always and having to like yeah, go you always good you know, you know pay for a place to practice which is not a problem everybody's been really gracious and, yeah you know, yeah yeah practice in their basement <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no we were playing uh Jeff from from Scissor Now uh, yeah we practiced in his basement for two years two years yeah oh yeah. really awesome and we just moved out this summer we just yeah. moved into my, into my house, so. house yeah. <laughs> oh really yeah. That's yeah, cool. he's a lot. He's, you know, yeah. gracious host and stuff like that. That's very, super cool. Yeah. Very nice. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so, like, in terms of, like, the stuff that you're kind of working on, um, is it based – are you sticking to the same formula? Are you trying to do anything different, trying to spread your wings in different areas or um, or just keeping with the awesome boo box sound that you got right now? Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like we ever really have something in mind. There's just like some, like something like a a, a direction to go in. You know, yeah. There's, yeah. It's just whatever. It's, it's kind of organic. However, the songs end up. They yeah. end up. You know. Yeah. Like the, the past, a couple of them have been kind of like there's been like a little bit getting faster and faster. This, so we want to. I want to kind of. I want to yeah. slow it back down and groove it out and make the songs a lot longer. You know, just more. You know, something where you can okay. You, want to really get high and enjoy it you can not get high and enjoy it drink right. and almost drink a full beer through one of them you know <laughs> i like short songs but i really like long songs because yeah. you can do part after part after part after part and 
Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we've always had that, like, little bit of uh, whatever, thrash, yeah. hardcore, will, like, punk, you know, just, like, the faster, like, D-beat kind of, kind of stuff, you know, yep. that we've always, we both, you it's know, just easy we, to both like, to, you we know? both like it, you know, so it's, <laughs> yeah. like, it's cool to have this, you know, the sludgy and then pick up the pace and, like, a, you know, a fast D-beat kind of thing, but, like, but we really just kind of, we've been getting faster and having more and more fast tunes uh, as we go. And we're just like, you know, we don't want to be a hardcore band, you know? Right. Like, not that we, you know, and we'll still have elements of that or something, but right. like, yeah, yeah, we're no. not getting rid of that. It's just, you know, it's just, you know, I don't want to, I like where we're at because we can do different things. Not, it, not you know, every record doesn't, it's not going to, it's going to sound the same because all the songs sound different. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. all like now just structured that that you know it's it's what I like about it you know yes yeah. but that's I think that's the formula we're gonna keep going with is just what whatever happens happens with it yeah you know I like to incorporate you know some more pedals and like what are those the loop or some loopers oh and right stuff. yeah but that's then you're then I'm getting kind of too far you know because yeah. this, this pedal board it's actually my second pedal board I've been playing for like thirty years. I've never had a pedal board before. Never used pedals before. Now I'm saying now that's that's a big thing that I'm learning now. Yeah. Yeah, but I'd like to get a looper because that would help out. You know, it's just it's all the money, man. It's yeah, money. for sure. Well, and then do you ever worry about like so when you've got a bunch of pedals and you've got a different arrangement that's got maybe doing turning? Do you ever worry about having to like you can you can do a lot of stuff when you're recording? Get fancy, get crazy, do a bunch but of stuff. Live. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where that's what we're gonna make sure that it's you know. I thought I always thought that we sounded better live than any on any of our recordings. Uh, I would I would agree. I think you guys have um because it's 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 the way it's the way I present everything with the bass and the guitar. It's mm -hmm. just like they're blended together. It's just, but everybody you know it's like oh um, you know the last JC was awesome. He's like guitar guitar guitar. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, the bass the bass needs to come out, but they kind of mixed together. Yeah, and it, it just sounds like everyone's like, you guys sound like a band. You sound like what's five feet together. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. It doesn't really come. It kind out of that doesn't way. come through. It doesn't yeah. come through, and it's, it's not. It's not to any fault of the engineer. Yeah, no, or anything. Some it's bands are like, hard to capture. Yeah. <laughs> we have like a stereo kind of surround, and you know you can record it in stereo, and but it's never gonna sound like. It does when we play it. Yeah, like our <laughs> obviously not as not as loud or whatever. But. Right, right. Yeah, but that so, sort of those frequency separations that you want to get that you have live that yeah. maybe the the recording doesn't transfer. So yeah, that, and you don't feel the rumble in your in your yeah. You don't feel, you don't feel your fucking heart palpitate. <laughs> <laughs> That is that is what I love about seeing you guys play live because that's just like it's just like it is physical, you know. It is totally I don't, physical. I don't like loud because when you yeah, loud, in most places we play don't have a great you know PA system. You know, I've been to a few shows where I've seen bands just totally drowned out their drums. Yeah, they crank like, it. Yeah, um, or their own vocals whatsoever. Even, you know? And you know, why don't you? You know, there's no vocalist. Why don't you throw a mic in the kick drum? Nobody you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like to be loud is good but to be you know tolerable yeah you know, I, don't, you know, I like being loud but tolerable but i like to you know, feel it you have to feel it. it's gotta you know rib cage has got to rattle yeah there's certain 
it's and it's just that just it gets gets you because you you feel it but you don't hear it it's like what the what's that you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that pv black widow cabinet i got i can get that it's just it's that really really super low that yeah. frequency it's just like a the brown note. Yeah, brown exactly. Note. The brown note. Uh, Mike, Mike Watt would call the brown note. Yeah. You know, um, do you know Scott? Um, uh, shit, I'm blanking on his last name. Thousand Yard Stare. Scott, Scott, Scott Lambert. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was he was always talking about that too, the brown note. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, so it, it does happen because, you know, if you're too lower, it's just, it's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to happen. Right. <laughs> it's going to happen, damn it. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of get the, the backstory on, on Boobox. So like, I was always curious, how did you come up with the name? And then how did you, like, how did you get, get together and form the band? Mind if I take it for a minute? Well, you can. You're going to just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> tell them the truth you know Andy pulled me, Andy, we, we we fell out of the sky no. Andy Ferda pulled me out of retirement because i i quit playing it in 2005 after you know i was in four or five bands at one time yeah and i stopped playing but i still hung out and stuff like that and then andy he's like you know we want to do this we want to play with mike mike hard so we were mm -hmm. it was whatever he was doing so i filled in then then yeah, so a drummer, so it, and we got a hold of Justin, and mm -hmm. then Justin will tell it better. But it's <laughs> yeah. Well, I I I hadn't even like Andy got a hold of me, and they had just recruited Jeff. I think what you had done like one two practices with them before I so came there. One show, we're, yeah. We're, this could be our second show or something. Yeah. It was just a couple months or something like. But that. they brought me on because uh, there was a show. They needed somebody to a drummer dropped out and they needed me to come on because there was a show in Chicago and Theater Bazaar. And oh. and I was like, sure, you know, I always thought playing Theater Bazaar would be fucking cool. Yeah. And I saw Mike <laughs> before, you know, and I had to be honest, I really didn't know too much about Mike, you know, but like the God bullies and the whole, you know, like right. you know that whole deal and like enthrall and i didn't really know about all those guys but you know so i learned anyways played joined with these guys and we played and uh played those couple of gigs and then from that uh it it, it didn't really go on with mike anymore they like he kind of stopped and then reformed with some some old band dudes so yeah, he threw thrall so together for a so, second with those guys they so that great he's he's doing what he's doing but that's how we got yeah. together okay andy, we played in that and then that split and andy's like well let's just start a band so we were actually the zen banditos for a little bit for, I think, yep two, i remember the zen banditos yeah and then yeah. and then andy moved to arkansas uh he he moved out of town and and we jeff and i were just like we really you know yeah, we, we could continue we dug, we dug just, playing together you know we had yeah. we were in the pocket together all the time when we had andy on guitar yeah. you know like what it was andy like had that kind of like you know that like psychedelic slightly noisy you know hard rock you know yeah. kind of you know sound you know and jeff and i had like the tight rhythm you know and we we like we got tight like right away i didn't feel the tightness yeah, when we, I was playing with Mike because uh, 
I just, you know, it wasn't music. I was sure people was commented that when we got together, we're playing when we started you know, being him just fit together yeah. because the way I play, the way I write stuff, he just, you know, just, you know, I'm not too strict on when I write it is like he can do, I, he does whatever he does, whatever he wants. I don't know. <laughs> does whatever he wants. You got to feel free. And, and that would, you know, that's, that makes you happy when you're, yeah. Like, like if you, if I was going to tell a drummer, and I would hate that. You got to play like this all the time. I'd be like, that's so boring. I don't yeah. want to do that. Yeah. You know, that's just, it. if you want to do whatever you want, you know, if he's playing too, I don't, you know. Yeah. Well, that would kind of suck the, suck the soul. Out. It would suck the soul out of the music too. Yeah. I mean, well, I've so. been, I've been in bands. I've, I've been in bands where people's kind of like the, there's like the band leader uh, and they yeah. kind of, I, 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 I've been told, you know, like, <laughs> chill out, man. Yeah. Just play, play, you know, like, dude, slow down. I'm overplaying. Slow down. You know, slow down is a thing I need to do, you know, because, like, I pick up the tempo. A lot of drummers do that, but, yeah. you know, I, I pick up the tempo as I go, and I, and I, you know, like, I'm, I'm not a fucking metronome, you know what I mean? But I, <laughs> I need yeah. to practice. It would probably do me some good. But, uh, uh, what was my point? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been in bands. I'm sorry, I'm high. Uh, <laughs> band leader, kind of like, and the band leader was a. It, I doubt they're watching. Nobody's watching. The, yeah, that would we'll see it again, but it doesn't matter. Anyways, the band matter. leader drummer too. So uh, and so he always had yeah. something to say about you know what I should do, and the other guy in the band too. He's just you're too loud. You play, you know. I'm just like man, too loud. Why'd you ask me to be in this band? You know, I play the drum. <laughs> Oh, whatever. But, but now it's a uh, now it's a perfect fit with you and Jeff, right? So yeah, it's, yeah. Well, yeah. So like, so back to that though. So after Zen, left, after, after, after Zen just, Benditos dissolved, yeah, I had just heard, I heard like Royal Blood. I was like, oh, there's two guys and all that. And I, I looked yeah. into that. What was doing with this bass? You know, I was like, I can fucking do that. You know, right? Just make it heavy. just make you know not copy, but just make it heavier, just to where. You know, and the system I'm using, I, you know, I wouldn't mind having a guitar, but not for Bubak, but, you know, you know, having bass set up like that. Yeah. You wouldn't three guitar players. You wouldn't need two. You could, if you, if you get down, you could have a bass player with all that rig and another guitar player just doing leads. And I think it would, that would sound so heavy. Yeah. So I was like, okay, yeah, we don't lead. So I'll just do that. And that's where it's what we stuck with. I, I actually, I, my system did grow a little bit. I added another amp. I think, yeah, we were, we, yeah, we were just one half stack yeah. in the bass rig. Just like, <laughs> no, scary. I pair it off. So I got another, Hey, they have different tones and sound, yeah. you know, yeah, really they, good, I got so. two amp emulators now and it's, I've got a little bit more pedals, but now it sounds more of now fuller. Oh. Uh, so that's why I wanted to sound full because you can, I can, we can make it, we like, can actually turn it down and it's still, that, that's the beauty of it too. You can turn it yeah. down. And it still sounds just as full because so of the way, uh, you know, the what he just said. Yeah, I'm always I'm messing around my tone. I don't know, I don't know sure anything about right. Always got to be right. It's why I want, you know, people, it's, it's especially shows. When yeah. we do shows, I've got butterflies. Every show I get butterflies. It's like, man, this is. Really? I want every, yeah, I want everything to be right. I want, I don't want anything to mess up because, again, there's a lot of equipment here that there's yeah. a lot of. A lot of does happen, but yeah, every I'm not I'm every I get 
Yeah, I get I get you know butterflies for every show. It's just double crazy. double and triple checking every every connection. Going, God damn! I've been doing this for so long. You shouldn't. It should be just go as a flow. But I care about what I'm doing. I care about how everything yeah. sounds. I want, I want everybody to have you know. Okay, I want it to be good. You know, I mean, it's gonna you know if, it, if I didn't care, it would sound like crap. You know? <laughs> exactly. Because that's what I'm trying to. <laughs> Amps cutting out, you know, and stuff like that. And now I got, I got a pretty good setup now. So I'm happy with it. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, we've got uh, Mike has joined us. Mike, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys. What's up, man? <laughs> awesome. How are you, you know, doing, man? I'm good, man. I've been a, I've been a fan for like eight minutes. So I saw Excellent. <laughs> the link that you posted. I listened to the tunes and they're fucking incredible. So I'm like, I'm, I told all the guys, I said, I'm going to jump on Chuck's podcast because these guys are fucking great. So awesome. Very cool, man. <laughs> so we were just kind of getting the backstory from uh, uh, Jeff and um, Justin about like how Boobock came t together. And the one question we didn't touch on is like Boobock, like where did that name come from? Name. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, there was like. There's some pretty sweet band names out there. I was yeah. trying to just think of something that would be cool, you know, and yeah. and I wanted to do something from like some sort of like folk old folklore of some country, you know, that's like some evil creature or something like that. And almost every country, every culture has like their own version of the boogeyman. And it's like it all just kind of varies. But this is like from Czechoslovakian and like sort of Eastern European uh folklore Lubak yeah. is like this like creature that that hi it like it hides by the water for by the water and it like can cry Christ. like a baby lures people and they're like oh no a baby's crying and then and it yeah. kills them it takes their soul, their soul and, and it weaves their souls into into clothes and it's just it's a pretty yeah tripped out yeah and he's preacher yeah. and cover of boo box revenge where he's like there's like these black cats that are pulling him on a cart that's like part of the like oh really pulled around by like evil black cats yeah it's like, he's, 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 like a, he's like a scarecrow <laughs> he's like a scarecrow creature but you know he kills you he takes your souls weaves them into his coat your soul is a part of his coat it's it's, it's some tripped that's, out stuff, you know, yeah, that's you know so i cool. believe this hundreds of years it's it's, yeah i mean it's still a thing and then it's also a popular like name in in the middle east and yes. in like central like north like pakistan, pakistan and like central, outside of pakistan or so the middle east and central northern asia or whatever you would call that yeah like, but yeah so oh, like shit, there's really? there's people with the last name of bubak that just like start following us <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and then they then they tune in and go what in the hell <laughs> one guy likes her shit all the time and like comments and like that's cool yeah. that's awesome Peter, Peter Bubak, that's Peter Bubak. you're out there peter yes so yeah he mails the shirt to him yeah oh really cool and where's the where's this where's this guy at uh but i believe uh czechoslovakia yeah really awesome that's yeah. cool yeah, because he, he got into because his last name is it's his real last name and it's yeah like, he thought it was it was like pretty cool because there is a band over in Europe called Bubak. Mm -hmm. oh. I saw that when I was looking at names because I looked at so then I like looked at a, a list of of like 
folklore, like, you know, demons and shit like that. All the good names are taken. You know, <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of them that were taken. I think one of them, I forget one. It was between, one was like Icelandic. I didn't want to use any from like any, I didn't want to use with anything from any like non kind of things not white culture you know what i mean i didn't want to like go bite something from like you right. know some central american story or asian story yeah, Aztec, you know, right? because yeah. we're not we're yeah, some, like, European yeah, European <laughs> try yeah. to find some crazy evil shit but yeah they were all taken and then i finally found one and what was my what i decided i was like i think we can do this man because they only have fucking like 200 followers on facebook so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. That's good. And all, hey, 200, 200 is better than yeah. nothing, you know? Right. So, they were like in France. They were, yeah, they were in France. France. So. Oh, really? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a lot, they're, they're a good band. They're a lot different than we are. You know, we're more, yeah. I think they're more metal, more like metal. traditional than we are, you know, which is a good thing. You know, there's not too many bands that are traditional metal. Uh, oh, I know. Like, you know, the grind and, you know, when we got together, like we, I, I felt we were more of a stoner rock band than we were doom. And, you know, we, we, when we first started, it was more stoner metal, stoner rock, you know, yeah. like we yeah. had uh, all the grooves Jeff had written, but when we got together in like 2016, he said that most of the, a lot of the risks from a lot of the songs on our, from I wrote in 2000. Yeah, 2001 were, when I was in Chapstick and other bands at the time. Oh, okay, and, cool. And he, was, of, yeah. he he just recorded them at home, and then he like sent me these riffs. I you know, more and more more I got, me, and I was like stockpiles of the you know, but they're all they're <laughs> all different genres. You know, yeah. it's not all the same. It's there's some funky stuff. Yeah. But really but like a lot of them, groups. we I I really grabbed onto the like you know the stoner shit and the, the stoner metal shit. I was like, we, these songs are fucking sweet yeah. and. <laughs> You know, just riffs, you know, and then we would just piece them together and we made them more and we made them more. And then, and then, like, and then we ran through the songs that Jeff had, you know, all of the riffs that Jeff had written through our like first album, maybe partially into the second album. And then, so then we had, we had to write our own. And we had to write more shit. That's awesome. So, yeah. What? It's all written. It's, I'll, I'll think of things and I'll hold it and I'll just just record it and just just, just keep it st- stockpiled away and you know it's it's, it's it's brain's always going with music it's it's all day long I get headphones in at work and it's like I don't talk to people just listen to music and all different <laughs> awesome so, so is it is it the is the um, songwriting process pretty much still the same like Jeff's coming up with some riffs. You guys get together, jam. Parts too, yeah. It's it's pretty much, yeah. I'll come up with some riffs, and then we get. But a lot of it does come up like when we usually when we start practicing, mm-hmm. we'll just drone out. We'll just get something going and just start yeah. We, we improv kind we of improv, a lot, and then know, we just jam. Something will come up out of there. Yeah. We'll remember, I, we, I always used to record a practice. Always record. I always record your practice. Yeah. yeah. Just get a little. Or, you know, something to just record it, just to listen to. So, hey, so you remember that part? Oh, this part. Yeah. Because you're like, like okay, you'll come back would... to practice the next time. Like, oh, fucking shit, we were playing last practice. It was awesome. 
That's not it. Oh no, can't remember it. No, lost forever. <laughs> I I definitely remember doing that shit when I when yeah. I was in battalion because we'd start jamming and doing something, and then somebody you know because we, we used to record our you know on a little boom box, um, yeah. record the the practice and um, I miss those days. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we somebody would forget to do it or you'd run out of tape and then you're like hey do you remember that thing and like fuck we don't know oh, god damn it's gone <laughs> now, you know, i got, I got the, the cheap version of pro tools at home i just take it home and i'll take a part that it sounds good yeah and i'll make a part that and i'll put a song i'll do what metallica did on the one record just put a practice together okay there's a song <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like it, a it's, puzzle. It's, it's usually like a, how it comes up. It's just it's just ideas that okay, this sound that part would sound good. It's like so I, I try not to sit down and I'm going to write a song and it's going to be like this. It's just whatever happens. How it how the yeah. rhythm starts out is where where it goes. When when he first started, like because he like he was saying he would like take you know parts of it and just take little pieces and he would like. He would even change the beat of the song, like, <laughs> um, like uh, change the, like, make it an off, you know, like an off meter thing, you know, and like, yeah. just from our practice, he yeah. would splice it up and shit. And like, it would trip me out because I didn't know that that's what he did. I thought at first, first like, Half I thought, I thought it was a practice. I thought it was a practice that like was just clean that we didn't it wasn't altered in any way you know yeah. i was like i don't remember playing that, <laughs> ripped up, ripped that weird fucking... <laughs> what time signature is that even that's fucking weird yeah i was like i don't remember playing that man yeah. i was like, he's like no i made it like that and it's like oh that you, that's, that's, okay, that's, i'll learn that's how like we, that. that's cool that's the secret's out that's how we write that's how we write music awesome that's how we much of songs can come out it's just like with a part and it progresses from there a lot of a lot of it's improv yeah that's cool most, it's feeling most of it comes from jamming and improv yeah. and then when we, we just when take, we're on we when we're on pieces. that plane yeah. we're, we're together it's usually when it when it clicks and that's the best you know we get our Very cool. awesome uh mike do you have any questions for these guys yeah Sorry. can can you still hear me i put these earbuds on so i didn't know yeah, if the mic's yeah. Still uh so nope, can you hear so the stuff is really good. I just I just bought all your shit. So, uh, <laughs> but it's awesome, man. I can't wait to download it and dig deeper into it. So, why did you guys decide to do the four song releases instead of like doing a, a full length or any of that shit? I, I think it's because we write music slow. Okay, <laughs> we write. It's, it's. I got a lot of ideas, but it's. It's 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 weird. It's the four song. It's I'd like to do full length, but a full length would take it so long. It'd be like a tool record. Yeah, yeah. Seven, seven eight years. I like getting product out. I like getting so you know, if you've got four songs, okay, get four songs, just, just EPs, you know, just yeah. you know, because it takes so long to write, you know, for me something that I like, you know, good music is you know, yeah, it for takes sure. so long. And it takes so long. And also, that. like we we get we get caught up in. You guys better froze. Uh oh, <laughs> we're waiting in anticipation. <laughs> well, they they really they really blacked out here. Mike, it could be a short one. <laughs> 
we jinxed you, man. Three weeks ago, <laughs> we totally <laughs> fucked up your podcast. <laughs> oh man, that was funny as hell. But re-listening to it again, you know, and and putting it together, I I I was dying. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It is. Oh God. Saying yes. We. Oh, all right. There we go. Okay, so actually, the band room is underneath the. Uh, is is under stuff. is closer to the modem uh or the the wi-fi router all right cool it's we, pretty much under underneath it but we didn't have the couch in there so i don't <laughs> i mean i don't know i got my drum stool uh, that's cool i don't know about jeff okay. i'm just gonna have to stand in the corner <laughs> no we got our merch boxes i got a merch crate there you go all right cool you guys want to check out our our band room which no, and you know, I don't get me wrong. I, I I love I love my country and everything, but I the blue, red, white, and blue lights was not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> it were just lights that we had, you know, and we just like to string up Christmas lights, and we're like, well, you know, we're not like, you know, some like patriot rock. So. <laughs> but it looks cool. We're we're talking about getting something, some purple or some shit up there. So yeah, that's awesome. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but this is a uh, Jeff just got this this stuff here. Yeah, I got it all set up. Oh, so the bass, bass goes all into this, is going all into this, and his drums are all going to go into that, and that's how we're going. Then they're going to take that and take that home, dump all that into Pro Tools, and it all be individual tracks, and then go from there. And oh, so you'll be able to kind of live track your practice, right? Yeah, yeah, Sweet. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, that's cool, man. I, I think the idea of like getting shit out and, and, but still giving yourself time to like, get it where you like it before you get it out. Um, three and four songs at a time is awesome. Uh, because it lets you kind of weed out the shit that you don't really care for, but at the same time, like you said, people aren't waiting six or seven years for new shit. You know? Yeah. yeah. There, there is, it wouldn't take us that long to write a full line. It'd probably take a couple years, but it is that point because there's a lot of records is like, there's some solid songs on it. Yeah. And there's a few, there's a few that are okay. This, they just needed to fill some space. Right. And now, now, nowadays, a lot of bands aren't, you know, they're, 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 can you see us okay? Did you just kill? Yeah, you, uh, Jeff's kind of off on the, on the side a little bit. There you go. Cool. No, where is he? Where are you guys? You can see us good? I'll come yeah. Over here. Yeah. And that, it, it, a lot of, and now that, now, now bands are starting to put filler stuff in, like, yeah. just little, like, like a different instrument, you know, like piano stuff, you know, they put that in there as an extra track and stuff like that, which is cool. Yeah. So it's, well, yeah, I like I mean, getting it out. That kind of ha- used to, I mean, happen back in the day, I think, because some, you know, you, uh, what was that album uh, I was just listening to? Um, Joe, uh, the James Gang, Thirds, you ever listen to that album? You know, it's got um, Walk Away, but yeah, there's like, song. yeah, I love that song, but then there's some other songs on there. You're like, what the fuck? What are we guys doing? Just kind of killing studio time, I guess, because they're kind of mediocre tunes at best. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, it does happen, you know. It does happen from time to time, you know. But it's it's like just fill the space. We got forty five minutes. We got to fill it. Right, right. And it, that's why you know it's we we usually we wrote music, but we that's why how we form. We got together. We you know we'd write enough to get it get a set, get a good set going. Right. You know, 
is, you know, try to, you know, play. Now we could play for an hour easily, but without too many covers and stuff. Oh, there's my, my weed kazoo, you know. <laughs> <laughs> covers are fun, but it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's always, you know, to, to surprise people, to pull stuff off. Like, you know, why are they, why are they, you know. Yeah. Which, that is something that we kind of took a little time to do during the pandemic as we learned several covers. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we 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 were talking about we were like we could do a cover album that'd be cool but like no we, we actually started that but yeah. we didn't it didn't go too far yeah that's when it was like <laughs> pandemic first started you know right after yeah. volume three we were done with that and this is like okay let's do it because we we got one two three four and there's a couple local band girl a local band cover that we you know we'd like to do every once in a blue oh yeah well cover. yeah he's got he's got the poster right behind him yeah we do dockers so. oh really awesome that's awesome time yeah yeah, yeah we're gonna do that and it's still on we might do that with the next one that's probably what we're gonna do we're gonna have four but we're gonna put some extras but they're gonna be covers they're gonna be recorded covers and stuff like that cool pretty much stuff that we we know we can get away with and without having to Knock on, you know, buzzo's day, you know, buzzer. Can I? <laughs> yeah. Can I get? Oh, I, oh, I need your license. <laughs> yeah. Can we cut? You know, can we record this and do this to your song? Yeah. yeah. He still owns. I don't. He might still own Helter Skelter, and she's so heavy. I don't know. But, <laughs> but now, when we do that, we put those two together. Yeah. Cool, man. That's awesome. So, uh, one question I like to ask, you know, kind of the the origin story for you guys is like related to your uh, first album. So what was the, what was the first album you guys bought with your own money or, and it could have been gifted to you too. Who wants to go first, Jeff? That would be me. That is the first, the first, my first gifted record was, or you could have bought it, but either way. Is a uh, peace of mind. Oh, awesome. Ah, Iron Maiden. Fuck yeah. Yeah, uh, that was when it came out. My brother was like, "Oh, you need this," but yeah, I, you know, I, you know, I grew up listening. I was the youngest out of four, but my old, my two older brothers, my oldest brother is like 14, 15 years older than I am. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he brought home. He had, you know, he was bringing home. He was buying all the Alice Cooper, all everything, all those, all that right in the day. And I was like four or five, you know. <laughs> Beatles, you know, we were listening to stuff on eight track too. I, you know, eight track, eight track was probably, it was like a Hendrix eight track. One of the first ones and there was black Sabbath. We had, you know, all the, all on eight track, you know, in 73, 74. So I was really three or four years old. That's what I listening to. That's where I got into it, but I listened to everything and I was disabled. And I think that's what, you know, I incorporate, try to incorporate everything. Yeah. I picked up through, you know, with the, the jazz, little bit of jazz but more of the funk just the groovy the yeah. funky up to you know with us it's more it was, it one girl saw us at the uh the death star she said we were kind of had a southern swing to us <laughs> i really you know i really you know i you know 38 special was a great band you know all that oh, yeah yeah it's southern that southern rock feel you know these some of that stuff is like okay i i can see where you get that from that I, I do understand you know. yeah peace of mind yeah, yeah. yeah peace <laughs> of mind <laughs> Uh, my, I can't quite, it was either, uh, Master of Puppets or 
uh, Ozzy Osbourne, the ultimate sin. <laughs> nice. So, uh, very similar kind of thing. My brother had, and they were always cassette tapes then, but we did have an eight track player in my mom's car, which was sweet. We had <laughs> Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap, and a couple other awesome eight tracks that we'd ride around in this station wagon that like fucking let off so much fumes that like you pretty much you couldn't go anywhere without getting <laughs> i recant first one i bought was a cheap trick record oh awesome it was oh, oh you, your audio just cut out can you guys hear us oh can you hear him mike i can't hear him no all right yeah, he's got it. All right. Oh, there you go. You're back. Yeah, but it was just, it was the first cheap trick record because that was the hardest one to find. But I was always because my brother, like I said, he always had you his head as days. I didn't, you know, I, I always got hand me downs. <laughs> <laughs> I remember taking a monkey's record into kindergarten class one time so we could all for show and tell so we could dance to it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I'm a little up here, but yeah. Well, I remember uh uh, the monkeys album and then um when i was younger we used to my sister had the the osmonds remember those 45s of the osmonds oh, and my mom so when um when justin when you were talking about the the the, uh, the fumes in the back of the car that was definitely us too because we had some old like uh i think it was a chevy um a, this blue chevy uh, station wagon that my mom had and i swear to god it was rusted out in the back so that the, the fumes were actually coming up to, and us kids are facing backwards, right? Oh, yeah. Fumes in your face and you're just like, oh my God. I, I don't know how I'm not brain damaged. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it smells back here. It's my, oh, just open, just open, you know, just open yeah, the just open the window. <laughs> well, yeah, my brother got me in the metal really they, young. They, they blamed me for really? doing something else. And I was like, no, I didn't do that. It's just the, the car. I didn't just, it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, those yeah, yeah, those were the days. They let it gas too. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> we survived. Well, uh, what was the first concert you guys went to? Uh, my dad took me and my friend uh, to see uh, Aerosmith. Aerosmith. Nice. Joan, a. Jett, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts opened up. Excellent. When was that? Uh, where was that? Well, I yeah, was where and when grade, which that was in 1990 and it was at the palace. Oh, wow. So it was a big place. Yeah. Nice. So nice. That was, a good, that was my first concert. Excellent. Jeff, yeah. how about you? I can't remember the band, um, but it was probably what got me started in all of this. It was what my, my second oldest brother, Jay, took me to the Greystone. It was it was a, it was a punk night, dude. I was like, it was 1984. I was 14. There's a great story. You, you, you know, it didn't matter. It was all ages already. Yeah. But that got me. Got me. I can't remember because all I saw were mohawks and you know, every it, it, people stage died. It was a. It was. It may have been DOA. Oh really? Wow. Fucking A. And, but it's. That's where I, you know, that's where I started playing was at the Greystone. That was in the, you know, then a couple of years later, I got started my first band and that's where I started. Yeah. My first shoot, you had a concert was at the Greystone. It was always a little thing. 
but you know it was that's where I got it. Could didn't didn't go to the big venues or couldn't didn't go see concerts. My parents weren't into that. Yeah, my dad, like you know that's a Beatles, that's junk. Now he was more traditional music and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah, I remember when uh, I brought home because uh, uh, somebody at school had uh, Kiss, Kiss Alive, and I was like, I got into Kiss, and so then I I wanted to get the Kiss album, and then I remember, you know, I was super happy because I got uh, I think it was Destroyer, and um, you know, showing it to my mom and showing it to my grandma, and they're going, Who are these devils? <laughs> like, like, it's, it's Kiss. Like, what the hell? And then when, when my mom heard the lyrics to cold gin she's like what in the hell are you listening to <laughs> wow. it's just music all it is is just music those are just words they're not yeah. telling you just what they're singing about right <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh lord um, yeah so the other thing i was wondering about like you know as far as backstory and and history with you guys is do you remember the very first time you were on stage and where where did you play and what band were you in and what were you playing? Mm, uh, first, first band I, uh, do you mean us as a band or you mean? No, like uh, each of you individually as musicians. Uh, it was at my freshman year and I wasn't playing anything. I, I didn't start playing the drums until I was 15. So oh, I was four. And my friends were playing though, you know, I was like, man, I want to be a part of this, you know, like guitar. I, I wasn't, I wanted to play the guitar, but then I always wanted to play the drum. So, so, um, when I was, but anyways, I hadn't started playing yet. So I was like, I'll, I'll sing because, you know, I was a, I was a theater dork. I did a lot of theater. I took like voice lessons and stuff, you know, oh, cool. So, yeah, so first time I was ever on stage, I was definitely for like a, a it was for uh, the King and I at the Croswell Opera House. <laughs> oh, awesome. That's awesome, man. <laughs> the first cool. time I was ever on a band was at my my high school, which is a little uh, Onstead. Yeah, I know where that is. Yep. Where I grew up, it's in the Irish Hills, just like yep. out in the middle of nowhere, the boonies. Yeah. And, uh, our talent show, and we, we played... Uh, this is in 93 or 94, and we played Territorial Pissings by Nirvana. Really? And Junkhead by Alice in Chains, but add the change of lyrics, you know, yeah. we were doing drugs, so I changed it to Junk Food. It was like a weird <laughs> song, man. It was like singing about you. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we didn't play them very You cut out. I'm gonna go grab some whiskey. All right, and of course we cut out the. <laughs> Cheers. Awesome. So Jeff, how about you? Uh, 1984, 85, Hamtramck Pub. The band was Black Eye. I, I was 14. I had to get snuck in, and they had to hide me in PA. Because I would play with my older brother's friends, and they were all 18, 19 already. You know, oh. they were already graduated. They were graduating from high school, and they were like, "Oh, I could play." I was, I was a whiz on guitar and stuff like that when I you know, first started. When I picked up the guitar, because I could hear it. 
Yeah. I can hear it, I can play it. And I, I'm cursed with that. So I picked everything up and I was playing a bass. Yeah, it was the band was black. We opened up for Snake Out, Lenny and Lenny and the guys, you know, and it was yeah. uh, 1984. He painted an upside down cross on my cheek to make me look older. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, yeah 1985. 85. That's, that's crazy. That's awesome, man. That is so cool. <laughs> I never would have thought of upside down crosses as being uh, yeah. a, a, an aging factor. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it just it just but yeah, that was that was my first one. Oh, cool, awesome. And um, uh, well, shoot, I was I thought of a question I just forgot. Oh, so um, what inspired you guys to want to play music like? What was was there a particular band, an artist, or was it your older siblings that inspired you to want to play guitar, bass, drums? My so my brother played guitar. My brother got me into metal. He was the first person that ever like exposed me to music that was not like nursery rhyme, like kid stuff. You know, like seriously, when I was like five, like that's when he gave me the uh, either the Ultimate Sin or Master of Puppets, but uh he there's gonna be some editing on this one mike uh -oh. playing guitar and he's always just like like always i started listening to the drums a lot and i i don't know i'm not really sure entirely what it was that pushed me over the edge that I just wanted to like I joined band you know in school and I wanted to play the drums but everybody fucking played the drums they already they already had it was always the most popular thing you know what yeah. I mean so like I played the drums so I got the saxophone which was cool it was cool and I was doing pretty well with it you know uh, and but then like I didn't really enjoy band so I quit and then I didn't play my saxophone at all and then Pull it off when I was like 14, just turned 15, pulled it out, brushed the dust off of it, <clears throat> sold it, and bought my first drum set. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Jeff, how about you? Well, I got bit by the bug along, like at a very young age, because my dad played the trumpet, like just not professionally, but he'd always fiddle around with it. Yeah. And at a very young age, I was always into into music, you know, anything with a melody. I didn't, you know, I was young. I didn't anything. I liked everything. Like you were talking about the Osmonds and stuff. Yeah. You know, like Karen Carpenter, any, you know, any like top, because that's what my dad listened to was top 40, whatever was top 40 then. So I got into that. I was like, ah, I was like oh, it's all like, you know, hey, no show tunes. Yeah, it's all cool. Then right. you know, my, my brother started, you know, got me into like, you know, the MC5, you know, at a young age, Iggy and the Stooges, Bob Seger, you know, I grew up in Plymouth and he, you know, about, you know, about five streets down from Chris, you know, Chris Campbell, the bass player where he grew up, where he lived. Yeah. yeah. Playing Bob Seger. And there was a band, there was a lot of bands that were in Plymouth that would practice and stuff like that. That, you know, I never got to see which I wish you would. I got bit by the bug at a very young age to just, and I played um, when I finally got the opportunity to play an instrument in middle school. I played the violin. Nice. With 
uh, for a little bit, played the violin. I always got interested, you know, because I was like, I want a guitar. And it's like, oh, you're going to play something different. So I picked up the violin and played that for a little bit. My older brother got a guitar and that was, I, what, you know, as soon as I got it, I was like, you're better than I am. You just picked it up. I was like, I don't know. It just, as as I picked, <laughs> it just went right to it. And at that, at that, at that time I was really into rush. So oh, I was cool. 14, 14, like, you know, 12, 12 or 13, I learned every, you know, 2112 could play it beginning to end. Farewell to Kings, you know, you, oh, know, man. Started, you know, really, you know, I was first guitar player, you know, and that's all, you know, that's like, oh, guitar, you know, Van Halen. So I was okay. Could never, never got the finger tapping down, but, you know, it was, it was pretty damn good. <laughs> <laughs> And when we, we started playing, you know, and he was just a bass, you know, not just a bassist and a fucking great bassist, but right. he was what, play bass like, guitar. I, like, I, I didn't know, he, you know, I, I just play bass guitar. There, there is a difference. No, like, and John when, when I heard him that. pick up a guitar, when I heard him play, like when we played in a, we played in a band together for a little bit and he was, he was a different band, like a, kind of like a thrash hardcore crossover sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, and he, he, he came on because the band was happening before him uh and then he came on to be a second guitar and fucking like i had no idea that jeff was so good on guitar because <laughs> <laughs> he's so good on the bass you know he's just right good. so like you know also you know earlier when you asked the question of like or we were just talking about how we found our groove and and one of the reasons we, I think that we play so well together too, is that Jeff is also, a, he's a drummer, you know, yeah, I play drums he's, for chapstick. For he's like just like, he'll pick years. up anything and probably, you know, he's, he's, he's one of those dudes that will just pick up anything. Yeah, exactly. I, I always, but, always beating on in school. I would always get in trouble for beating on a desk. Stop that. I wouldn't even know <laughs> doing it. <laughs> you know, tapping on a desk and stuff like that. So I always get in trouble for tapping on a desk, but I, I love the drums. Yeah, my point was, was, though, is that so. he had kind of a similar style to me. I I feel like like when I heard some of your recordings and shit like that, I was like, I was like, as you know, I was like, no wonder we kind of like. And when I just heard yeah. the way you did the drums, I was like, it makes sense why we just kind of like. Just right, right, oh, yeah, it does make sense. I played the drums like a guitar player. Like, I know like notes and stuff like that. You know. Yeah beat yeah. is a beat but it incorporated like with you know what the guitar yeah, is the rhythm of the, or the ba- you know yeah. versus the bass the bass is just but i did yeah it was it's weird cool cool so so mike how about you um when did you uh what inspired you to want to play bass oh man uh i think i went through it in our podcast but i'll go back a little bit earlier so my mom uh her entire family owned a bunch of like old honky tonk bars in Detroit. Oh. So if you think of like back in the uh, late seventies, early eighties, right around the ambassador bridge where the Boblo dock was uh, oh, my, yeah. my mom's uncles owned a bunch of like little f- fucking hick bars down there. And they would <laughs> always have incredible bands in there that played on the weekends. And um, these were all like guys from the neighborhood that were auto workers and shit. And they would play country music in there on the weekends. So with, you know, with the family, I'd go in there at six or seven years old and you see these killer fucking piano players and steel guitar players and shit like that. And uh, I remember sitting down with an older guy when I was like just a kid 
and him sh- explaining to me what I was looking at on the keyboard of a piano. And it oh, struck wow. a chord with me that like, I understood exactly what he was talking about. And I could go home and do the same shit that he was doing, not with the same proficiency, but I understood uh, what chords were and how shit worked together and what major and minor was. And so I took that, you know, similar to what Justin said, I remember picking up a saxophone in third grade and cause you know, with the buck teeth, they're like, well, you can play the sax. Don't play the trumpet. Cause you'll <laughs> suck as a trumpet player because of your teeth or whatever. And you're, you're in elementary school and you're learning like when the saints go marching in and shit. And uh, that just kind of expands on, but um, kind of like these guys said, it, you know, older sisters, older brother. Uh, I remember uh, getting caught with like, the metal health fucking tape from quiet riot in my backpack <laughs> right. when I was in third grade or whatever. So uh, you, you naturally gravitate towards that. And as I got to like 10, 11, 12 years old, uh, you wanted to play guitar. Well, there was always stuff beating around the house. So yeah. you just start picking it up and start playing and, and, and hearing by ear what you're hearing on the radio. And you get a lot of, when you're that young and you pick it up, even if you sound like shit, a lot of people tell you you're talented and you're good and you should really check it out and try and do it. And my mom had a, 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 a big enough tolerance for fucking noise that she let me do whatever I want when it came to that, as long as I wasn't like <laughs> running the streets and, you know, killing right. people or whatever. So it was just natural, man. Uh, it's, it is a, it's a great thing. And, and I've tried to do that with my boys too, in that anytime they wanted to plug in and just, tear shit up go ahead and tear shit up and find your own way and if you want yeah. some guidance i'll show you along the way but you know go find your own path so um cool. i think it's one of the best things that you can pass on whether it's siblings whether it's your kids you know you just let them go and make noise let them get it out because uh, otherwise they they keep that shit pent up and it's just right it's not worth it so yeah cool awesome man well well, guys, thanks so much for, for being on Fans with Bands. I really appreciate it. Um, if you've listened to the podcast, uh, I, I end with the one last controversial question. Mike already knows, um, but and that is pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? Pineapple. I'm down. I'm, I'm totally down. It. down. I'm down with <laughs> it. All right. <laughs> Excellent. It's not Any bad. Pa- any particular toppings you like to combine with it? That's it. <laughs> Any particular toppings that what? Like that you combine with the pineapple. Uh, red onion. Um, jalapeno. Oh yeah, I was gonna say red onion, jalapeno. I'm a vegetarian, so yeah. uh, back in the day though, I would have done the like Hawaiian, you know. Oh like, yeah, it's oh, got right. to move around. It's got to move around on its own for me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, Jeff, Justin, thank you so much for being on Fans with Bands. Mike, thanks for, for tuning in. Hey, Appreciate man. It. You guys are fucking great. I love it. Thank you, man. Right on. Thanks, right. Chuck. See you guys. Thanks, Chuck. All right. Thanks to Jeff, Justin, and Mike for joining me on this episode of Fans of Bands. As usual, we had a ton of fun. Bubak is planning for shows this spring and summer. In the meantime, they've got a ton of new super cool merch to check out. See the show notes for all the details and links. These are tough times for everyone in the creative industry, such as music. Your support of live streaming, purchasing music, and merchandise is critical. If you can help out your local artists, please do. If you are in the Michigan area, 
consider following the Playing in the Detroit Area Tonight Facebook page. It is a place for fans and bands to support each other and share our combined love of music. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast service to get each and every episode of Fans with Bands. Spread the word by rating the show and leaving a comment. We want to hear what you think. You can keep in touch by following us on social media. This is a Life in Michigan production. Until next time, be well and kick out the jams.